Warrior Woman, welcome back to the podcast. I am on day 16 of my cycle. What day are you on? My guest today, well, she's a force to be reckoned with. Her consistency, her story, her work uh, is inspiring. And we met quite a few months ago through our Instagram platforms and we hit it off. And not just because we're fellow Aussies, but our work, our values, our belief system is very similar. So my guest is the one and only Kitty Blomfield. And a lot of you listening to this will know Kitty. Uh, She is really a force that has come into the metabolic space, the training space, uh, And her and Craig, through their work, uh, their Win at Life program, help women break free from restrictive diets by educating them on how to support their metabolism, so how to eat, and how to train to get stronger and healthier. And I was thinking about uh, their work and my work, and for me, it's kind of like this ultimate women's training formula. You know, we've gathered... Uh, our own experiences, uh, our work with our teachers and mentors and coaches. And then through working with thousands of women, we've created this like ultimate women's training formula. You know, the steps that we need to take to get stronger and healthier. So today in the episode, we chat about this simple formula that her and Craig use and I use in my work to help women get stronger, leaner and healthier. So we talk about our why and why knowing our why is super key when we start this journey. Then we chat about one of our favorite topics, the metabolism, and why the metabolism is important for our health and training. You know, what does a strong metabolism look like? How does the metabolism affect our body composition? And what are the key signs uh, that we need to look for that might indicate that our metabolism is not strong, which therefore, you know, is stopping us from getting stronger and healthier. So we look at the key steps that we need to take to support our metabolism. And then we chat about training and, you know, how we approach training to get stronger and healthier and leaner and why strength training is better than a lot of high intensity cardio training, especially if we want to build lean muscle mass. Then we chat about, I think it's probably one of our favorite topics, both of us, uh, consistency and discipline and why we believe they are key to getting results. I think we actually talk about consistency and discipline throughout the entire podcast conversation. It's something that we're very passionate about. It's something that Uh, we really believe uh, that allows us, you know, to get results uh, from our training. Okay, I'm going to stop talking. Uh, We start this episode mid-conversation, which is one of my favorite ways to start a podcast episode. If you have little humans around, maybe whack in your headphones. Kitty loves to drop an F-bomb, which is one of the reasons why I love her. Uh, so yeah, there is a bit of swearing. Uh, so yeah, pop your headphones in and listen to this really cool episode about this ultimate women's training formula. Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. I believe the quality of our cycles determines the quality of our training and lives. And I believe lifting weights, knowing our cycles and training with them is the future of women's training. Each week on the podcast, myself and other professionals will talk about how to know your cycle, eat to support your physiology and training, and how to train smart so you can finally get the results that you want in your training. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Yeah, and I think too, like it's okay to want to like feel better in your skin. 
Yeah. Like it's, I think, because I, I like for, for obviously when I was fucked, you know, I was real skinny and training all the time. I, even though I was leaner than I am now, I just wasn't happy, but I'm so much happier now in my body and healthier. And I just feel happier in my skin. You know, and I think it's okay to want that. It's just the extreme. Again, like you say, we've got to pull people out of the extremes. Um, and you really yeah. do like look, you and I look the way we look because of what we do. We don't go, I don't purposely think every day, I want to specifically be this body fat. It's the discipline in eating regularly, fueling my body, getting enough sleep, training consistently, walking every day. That's why I look the way I look. Not because I'm going and same as you. Yeah. Yes. And we can okay. talk about that. No, yeah. we're starting the podcast with, okay, that, with that uh, line. Okay. <laughs> no, because I was thinking about it. Uh, I was thinking about this like training, health, nutrition, body composition stuff the other day. And I was training and I was actually just really thinking about it that it's really actually simple it but is. when you're on the other side of it, okay? Yes. Now, I'm yes. not taking away that our amazing physiology and our bodies are really complex. You know, mm. we, we can have a lot of hormonal stuff and a lot of stuff going on, a lot of trauma. You know, there's a lot of pieces mm-hmm. to this stuff. But on the other side of it, when you look at it, it's actually really simple. And I was thinking about our work, you know, the work that Craig and you do, my work. And I was thinking like, okay, we have a simple formula that we've created through our own experiences and, you know, through working maybe with teachers and mentors and coaches Mm. that help, you know, that have helped thousands of women through Mm. this simple formula. So that's what I wanted to talk about today because when I really Mm. think about it, I'm like, well, it's like the ultimate women's training formula, formula, but it's actually really simple. Yeah, it's simple to get stronger and healthier. Now, I'm not saying it's easy because of our- It's the discipline and the consistency. That's what's hard. Yes. But what you actually do, you know what? I love this so much because I was, Craig and I talk about this all the time and I say to him, I just like simplicity. I like, here's my training program. It's a four-day training program. I just train every second day and I'll take extra rest days when I need it. So there's no scheduled. I just listen to my body and go, do I feel recovered? Will I go and train? Am I just beating my numbers by a little bit each week? That's it, like a tiny bit. And then I eat a certain amount of calories every day. I balance my meals. I get enough sleep. I get sun. Like it is, I haven't taken all these fucking fancy. I mean, I've tried every supplement, but consistently taken a shit ton of supplements. I haven't done fancy pre and post-workout drinks, shakes, anything. I just eat before training. I have my drink during training. I eat my meal after. That is it. And I get stronger. Like you're so right. And people just, the ones that have done the best in our program are consistent with the eat carrot salad every day. Yeah, I think women are trying to look too much for the 1% thing rather than doing the big things really consistently over a long period of time. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It's consistency. And for sure, there's a formula to it. And I believe, (laughs) you know, just from my own experience that, and, and this is what I wanted to talk about today, you know, you and Craig help these women like break free from these like restrictive diets and you're really teaching them how to eat and train to, you know, support their physiology and get healthier and stronger. Now there's mm. like a bit of a formula to that. Yeah. Of course. But, so like the programming but, matters and yeah, the, yeah and, but it's not, yeah. 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 But, yeah. and I, I wanted to talk to that simplicity because, mm. you know, so many women that we work with have been dieting for years or decades, you know, over training, mm. over complicating it, under eating. Uh, and there's so much noise out there. There's a lot of information. Uh, and so mm. today I wanted this episode to be about this like ultimate women's training formula, this simple formula mm. that we use to really help someone, you know, move into this place of being stronger and healthier. And And I think it starts with the metabolism. So that's where I kind Mm. of wanted to start uh, Mm. with like the system and the metabolism and then look at like the way that you approach training, you know, Mm. and why that matters. And then talk about the consistency piece at the end. Mm. It's funny, like Craig, I don't know if you do this because I think because Craig's obviously it's his his jam, you know, training and all that stuff. Like he listens to lots of podcasts. He really likes to get into the nitty gritty and with his training programs, he'll do this and then he's, likes to change his diet and he's like you know what kitty's like you just I guess because I don't have maybe it's a blessing 
in a way that I don't have the knowledge because I'm just like, give me the basic fucking program. What do I have to do? I eat the food. And he's like, you're just so consistent. You just do the bait. You listen to your bodies. Like you never push yourself when you're feeling tired or hurt. If you're a little bit, there's a niggle, you never get injured, you know, and it's just that sort of like chip away, chip away. Just give me the basic stuff, eat the food, do the training, get stronger. And this is why I've got the physique, you know, and when I'm feeling good, I push hard in the gym. Like I'll really push it. And then if I'm not feeling good, I'll just, like you say, go in, well, I never go in and do mobility because I just don't enjoy it. I'll just won't train. I just go for a walk. But a lot of women, like you say, will go in and they can dial the weights back and just maintain the habit. You know, like for me, it's easy because I love it. So as soon as I feel good, I'm like, oh, I want to go back. But I think like you say, it's important for some women to go, I'm just going to go in, lift 50% of the weight, go through the movements, practice my technique keep the habit going. So yeah, that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think even before we get to this like simple Mm. formula that we use to like get the results that we want in our training and to feel strong and healthy ourselves. And Mm. then with the women that we work with, the first piece for me is your why, like why, why are you training? Uh, And if it's coming from this place of just focusing on the weight and the shape and the size that is just going to create a lot of friction. And this journey is going to be really hard. Uh, And we were just speaking before we started to record about, you know, when we went on our own journeys, mine through my back injury, Kitty finally realizing that all the shit that she was doing to her body wasn't making her stronger and healthier. We never focused on our weight, shape and size. It was just to feel stronger and healthier. And I think that's, you know, we really need to ask ourselves, why? Why am I training uh, mm. first? Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, I remembered when I very first met Craig and prior to that, I was training six days a week. I'd go in, I'd do 60 minutes of hit. So I'd split it up between running on the treadmill, on the elliptical machine, on the bike, and then I'd do an hour of weights training. But back then I didn't know how to lift properly. I was just doing like whatever really and not tracking it properly six days a week I'd do that and I was always just worried about the weight on the scales and being skinny and then I met Craig and he just taught me how to like squat bench deadlift I just fell in love with it I was like this is incredible I just enjoyed the challenge of getting stronger and I made the connection that oh I needed to eat more food to be able to get stronger and my focus was not on the scales anymore. And it was, okay, cool. I want to improve my performance. And I just, I remember the very first time I squatted hundred kilos, I was working on site and like I trained with the guys at the gym. Cause you know, there wasn't that many women that trained and I've got the video of the hundred kilo squat. And I, cause I just couldn't break it. You know, I think it was a mental thing because once I broken that 100 kilos, it sort of, I was fine. And I just kept increasing, but I sent it to Craig and I was so excited And I used to send him all my videos of all my lifts and and everything. And I just, that really helped me because instead of like, I guess, punishing myself for what I'd eaten or trying to, you know, get to that, you know, elusive 60 bloody kilos or under 60 kilos, which I just, I don't know why it was just, I felt I looked good when I was under, if I could get into the fifties, I was really happy. Yeah. Well, that's another question. It's like, where does this number even come from? Like, where where did you get the number from? You know, I think I just... Felt like I looked good when I was un- like when I could starve myself enough <laughs> and I could fit into my clothes, you know. <laughs> like I've got, I, I had a massive clean out. Of, it was a while ago of all my clothes, and there's like dresses that I couldn't even get past my hips now, you know, because I was always I didn't have a lot of muscle, so I had to really diet hard to maintain a smaller, leaner body. But I mean, now I just I love being muscly because I love being strong. Um, but yeah, I just finally that focus was gone and I was just so excited about every week going in there and making this really gradual progression. I would just add a little bit more weight or, you know, a few more reps and it just, to this day, it excites me. You know, you and I were just talking about it before, like I was asking you about your training. You're like, oh, I'm doing all this cool gym- gymnastic stuff and I've got these really like great goals. And and I was like, oh, okay, when I bang out this baby, I'm just maybe going to get back in and set myself some really <laughs> Yeah. And I think this is key because, well, for me, it's never been about my weight, shape or size through my entire athletic career. Uh, And it's 
of course I got attached to the numbers in weightlifting, you know, and based my self-worth on how well I lifted and the number on the bar. But my training, my practice is not there to change my weight, shape or size or keep it at a certain, you know, body composition. It's there because I love feeling strong and capable. Mm. Like the way that, that changes my posture and how I show up in the world. Like I, I feel so strong and capable. And then that comes into my work as a coach, into my relationship with my partner, into like everything that I do. And I even, I'm walking. So in winter when it's dark here a lot and I walk my dog and I even feel safe and confident walking in the dark because I am strong. And oh, I think that's 100%. like so cool just to walk around and be not afraid that like, you know, someone's going to come and attack me. I think that carries like that posture carries off this like sense of confidence. This is the stuff that I think about at like 6am walking in the dark. But I love that you brought up this strength because when you have this focus to have more energy or to feel stronger, to feel capable, to not be in pain, then you have this deeper why, which means that you're going to show up and do the work. And then as a result, the body composition could change. A hundred percent. And you feel, it's like powerful. You feel powerful. Like sometimes yes. I'll be, or not sometimes I walk every day. Usually I walk Winston along the beach and like these two guys came up to me the other day. I don't know. They must've recognized me and they're like, oh, hey, you know, when someone knows you, but you can't remember who they are and you're like, fuck. <laughs> And we're just chatting away and they're like, oh, you know, are you an athlete or like, are you a former athlete? And I'm like, no, no, I just like to like, you know, lift heavy weights. And they're like, oh, you look so great, like so strong. And, um, and it's really cool. It's really, I think it's that power, like you feel. And and I think for me, the lifting really taught me to get gritty as it, you know, because it's not something that you can achieve overnight you've just really got to chip away. You've got to be disciplined. You've got to show up every, every session. You know, you don't always win. You don't always hit your numbers. You know, I've had one, I've only ever had one really bad injury, which is a broken arm, which is a freak thing. So people, please don't think you're going to break your arm if you're lifting. But um, apart from that, I've not really had anything, you know, any, any, any major injuries, but you'll have little setbacks and it really teaches you to keep, you know, just playing the long game and staying yeah. committed to it because you really I mean when I broke my arm I had about I had two weeks off because it was so painful but after that I, and I had a bit of a cry obviously and you know feeling sorry for myself because I was like oh well you're not going to be able to squat bench or deadlift now for like probably six six months you know six to twelve months then after a couple of days I was like oh, kitty all right come on stop being a sook you've only got a broken arm it's gonna heal you know you don't have it's not like you've lost your arm so I just said to Craig, do me a program that I can do. I'll just do everything one-armed and I'll just do like safety bar squats because I could hold it with one and I would do leg press. And all I did was just go into the gym, focus on what I could do and try and progress that. Yeah, because you know? it's easy to wallow. You know, it's easy to wallow yeah. for a little bit and feel like, you know, it's going to be impermanent. And mm. and I think what what's really helpful and what I found helpful when I had a back injury was just having a plan, like having a coach yeah. and having a plan to get back into the gym and to train in a way that I could. Uh, And yeah, so I think that that's really key. What you just said around that is we just need a plan. We need a coach. And if we have an injury, you know, we just need those steps to get back into it. 100%. Yeah. And when you're in it for life, you're like, well, it's just a setback, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm going to be lifting forever. I think I'd like to be, you know, 90 and banging out the deadlifts and yeah. it's just it's just so enjoyable you know like I always if I'll have a few days off training if I'm feeling tired when I feel good again I'm like oh fuck yeah I can't wait to get back into the gym I can't wait to like do some deadlifts or squats or yeah it's just the most the best feeling yeah and that's so after we look at the why you know and mm. it needs to come from this place of you know what we just spoke about to feel stronger, to have more energy, to be, you know, capable, to be free. Uh, we then need to actually really enjoy our training practice. You know how many women that I hear just say, I just got to get it over with, or I just want to get it done. And I'm like, well, you're missing the point. 
because mm-hmm. the point is to enjoy the practice, to enjoy the training practice, to love what you do. Now, not always every day, you know, some days it's hard and, you know, it's challenging yeah. and, and you want to give up and you feel like you suck, especially if you're on day 26 <laughs> of your cycle or whatever, but you have to enjoy the practice. Like you have to love lifting, you know, if you mm-hmm. want to get strong and you want to build lean muscle mass, you have to enjoy lifting you have to enjoy the practice of it and if you don't well then you have to be okay that you know yeah you may may not you know change the body composition in the way that you want or you may not get stronger uh but I think that's the second piece kitty is like you love doing it I love doing it it's like a part of me like I wake up every day and I love to train I love to move my body and not for the result but because I love how it makes me feel yeah and I do like the result too I do like oh look and look we talked about this before and I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to to like to feel good and happy and in in your skin comfortable in your skin but I hold a lot more body fat now and I still feel good in my skin I feel strong I feel confident I really you know it's not about I think obviously we can go to the extremes like I have and really just be so focused but it's I love how it makes me feel and I like how it makes me look I like looking strong I like yeah. being strong you know I'd so like to I. eat lots of fucking food because I love food yeah <laughs> yeah what I meant by that is that the result is not your only focus 100% you know, the, the yeah. outcome whether it's just the weight on the bar or your weight on the scale 100%, 100%. is not your only focus and this is where I think a lot of women feel the friction because they come into it and that is their mm. only focus which yeah. is the their weight or their shape or their size and that's where you know that's where it creates that that friction and it gets really hard so and like we talked about before, like you and I, and I look at the women in our program who've got the exceptional body composition change changes. We look the way we look because of what we do every single day. It's because of how consistently we eat our food. We eat every three to four hours. You know, like you said to me, oh, every day I see you do the same shit, kitty. You eat your breakfast, then you have your carrot salad, and then you have your morning. It's like this robotic, you know, we train consistently. We prioritize our sleep you know, we get out and get sunshine and, but we actually, we enjoy, I enjoy discipline. I, it really makes me feel certain and um, I just enjoy it. And I think that is why I look the way that I do because of that. And like you say, if you're always just going, I've got to get to this certain body composition and you're just hating the fucking process the whole time. It's just, you're never going to get there because it's what you do every single day. It's not what you're doing for a week and then you fall off the wagon and, you know, I think, and I see it with women in our program all the time when they finally have that shift and they're like, okay, cool. I need to actually change who I am. I need to like become this person and enjoy these. And not to say, like you say, it's not like every fucking, I should stop swearing so much. Sorry. Um, every day we get up and like, it's enjoyable every single day. You know, I don't sometimes on a Sunday afternoon feel like doing any food prep. Cause I just want to chill out, you know, but I do it because it's important to me to feel good and sleep well and have good energy and be able to fuel my training. So there's times when I think, Oh, I can't be bothered, you know, and like this carrot salad, I don't particularly think, Oh my God, I just love this carrot salad. It's the most amazing. Most of the food I eat, I, I really enjoy the carrot salad, the oysters. They're probably the two things I don't think, Oh, this is mouthwatering, but the benefits are so awesome so I just go I'm just gonna eat it it takes like two minutes it's not that hard and I get I poo like a champion every day you know my digestion's great um so I think it's 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 again like you say finding that balance it's discipline but discipline not in restricting um I I really truly believe discipline sets you free yeah I believe that. Well, having, having a good coach, having a plan and then having yeah. the consistency to do the work will yeah. teach you so much about yourself. And then that discipline and that consistency builds trust with yourself. When you trust yourself, you're free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's you're like, you look so at any free. successful person, right? Like yeah. they are disciplined. They're yeah. disciplined. They're disciplined. They're consistent. It's that it's putting, it's the long-term, you know, building, building like you always talk about I love how you talk about building the foundation because and once you build it it's not that hard to sustain it's easier to sustain it 
like, because you're not doing Olympic lifting anymore. Hey, I don't see you doing any Olympic lifting, but you're still maintaining your physique, doing the training that you're doing. Yes. So it's once you've built it, it's not like the maintenance. Like yeah. I wouldn't even have to even get any stronger than I am now. I'm just lifting, you know, like sub, sub. I'm not lifting to my true capability because we're trying to have a baby, but I'm just maintaining my physique. Like, yeah. Well, there's like, so there's a couple of pieces in that, I think, uh, that, you know, once we say we have a screwed system, you know, mm. the metabolism screwed, we're super stressed. Uh, we have a lot of hormonal shit going on. Once we, we kind of sort that out and heal that. And then we, we have this training that's like, you know, really supporting us. Yeah. Our physiology, mm. it's mostly strength training. We can get into that and talk about why, but, um, we then our body will reach this place where we feel where we're strong and we're healthy and you know we can kick we can tick all these key signs you know that everything that it's working for us and then the body kind of just sits there without having to do you know much work i guess an example is someone said to me the other day are you just really just doing handstands and why do you still why do you still look the way that you do by just handstanding? <laughs> and I thought that was it was a good really question. Question. It was a yeah. really cool question because like it can be really deceiving what people see, you know? And yes. and I was and then we got into this conversation around I've done the work. You know, I spent I've trained a lot. Like I've trained 6 days a week three or four hours a day, you know, mm. I, I've learned how to train smart. I've learned how to train well. I've built, like, I'm pretty much full of muscle, you know, I yeah. have so much muscle mass. Um, I do only, I've did only strength training. Uh, I mm. don't do any long endurance cardio type training. And I've done this for like eight, nine, 10 years now. And so, yeah, I could go on a sprint and just do handstands for six months and I'll yeah. look the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hundred percent the foundation it's the work that you put in and I guess this is where it comes back to this training formula no so if we take like say women are feeling really lost with their training and their food and you know maybe they want to see a change in their body composition so the first thing that we do is we look at like the metabolism or the state of the system Mm. yeah is that what you Mm. do yeah I think so you know like we a lot of the time when we come in our program, it's that behavioral change at the start and really trying to get them to, you know, like we discussed before, it is actually pretty simple. I know that probably women are sitting here listening to this going, oh, Kitty, it's obviously you and I've done it for a long time. But I think about the best gains that I've made is just by eating enough food, getting enough protein, eating the right nutrient dense foods, getting out of quick recovery and just getting stronger. And even Craig says that to me all the time. He's like, oh, you just you, cause I, he'll do programs. And I'm like, I don't like that. I like, just keep it simple. Give me, give me the big compound lifts, you know, some obviously other accessory work, but I don't like to do heaps of arms or like loads of different. I just like, give me two sets. Let me push close to failure and try and increase, increase it over time. And that's how I've built my best physique after years and years and years of, and then resting. Um, but yeah, I think it has to start with, having that good um, metabolic base. So eating enough calories, getting enough sleep, getting the right nutrients. You know, you and I talk about the liver, the oysters, you know, eating fruit and juice, um, saturated fats. And because you think when you want to build muscle, you need adequate calories and you it's going to be easier when things are functioning properly. And I don't know, like I've just seen so many women get such great results from just really eating adequate calories getting the macro split right, getting the right foods in, but then consistency, balancing their blood sugar, keeping those stress hormones low and doing those basics consistently. And all of a sudden we're like, they're like, oh, I'm sleeping through the night. My period's turned up. It's regular. It's pain-free. My moods are better. You know, my skin's improved. I've got more energy, you know, and that's, you've got that really good foundation then. And then it's actually pretty easy after that. You just have to be consistent with eating adequate food to fuel your body and then training to get stronger. Yeah. Like it's not, it, and then doing it for a long, I know it's, but it's, it really is that consistency. Like It is, it is. But I think the first piece is there's so much confusion around mm. like, 
what, what am I doing? What am I eating? How do I eat? And especially if you've come from diet culture, you know, you, mm. you've tried the women have tried every diet, you know, it works for them and it does, it works for them at the start, you know, mm. and you know, they may feel good at the start, but then what they start to realize is that actually over time it's at a detriment. And then, you know, mm. they, we start to see all of these signs come up saying that actually they aren't eating enough and we've got hormonal issues, we've got mood issues, mm-hmm. sleep issues. And so I think that, you know, because this metabolic type of eating is, it's very different to diet culture. Um, and it's the opposite really, isn't it? It's Yeah. It's, yeah well, eat it's, fruit. Like, it's coming back, yeah. it's coming back to like, you know, our foundation of how we were before we have spent the last 50 years in diet culture. Uh, and so I think it can create a lot of friction. A lot of women can be scared to, to start eating this different way. But I think the first piece is the education piece. Yeah. So you educate mm. women around like their metabolism and, and metabolic eating and why they're eating this way. Is that correct mm. in the program? Yeah, so like easy to digest foods, nutrient dense, you know, like if you, and I often think about what I, my grandma used to feed me when I'd go to a house, orange juice, she'd actually drain the pulp, eggs. She'd always have, I remember having a glass container, you with the little lid with the butter in it on yep. the bench. So she cooked with butter and lard, lots of roast. So I always remember we'd have a Sunday roast and she'd have parsnip pumpkin potatoes. No, I never. Oh, the only time she ever did greens was like Brussels sprouts, but they were cooked in a fuck ton of butter and bacon. Homemade ice cream, custards, fresh fruit from her garden. She'd chop up this beautiful pawpaw. She'd make cakes. So she'd make shortbread biscuits, but they had butter, flour, sugar, eggs. That was it. You know, it was just this really tr- oh, liver and she'd make liver and kidney pie for my granddad, which I was like at, back then because I'm like gross. And I remember she'd do it kidneys on toast with parsley and make this like gravy I just remember it so distinctly when we'd have breakfast and you know that's the food that we eat yeah milk always oh and I remember she'd get the milk delivered in the glass bottles with the little um silver lids every you know couple of days they'd get this fresh milk which which was just amazing it had all the cream on top and that's just what this is it's just going back to these really nutrient dense easy to digest um, foods that have energy so we can fuel our body like so many women just eating chicken broccoli I'm not saying that chickens you can't eat chicken but like I would just be eating nuts seeds all these foods irritating my intestines they didn't have enough easily digestible you know energy um, I cut out all the sugar in my diet you know so I thought that I was getting the nutrients I needed because you know back I think a lot of women maybe if they're new to, to you and I they're probably eating broccoli thinking that they're getting all the nutrients. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I'm doing really good. Cause I'm eating heaps of green veggies and I'm taking flaxseed oil. But when you actually like a lot of the time women will message me asking me about green veggies. Oh, you don't, I never see you really eat like broccoli and stuff. And they're like, what about all the, the nutrients? And I always go back to them. I say, okay, cool. So what nutrients are there in broccoli that you can't get in other foods that are in a much easier to digest form? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. So we just so blind, like same as me, I just blindly followed it going and I didn't actually even know why, (laughs) you know, I think we're just, we just follow these fitness models that, yeah, they look good on the outside. You know, there's one lady I follow and she looks incredible, like not going to take that away from her. Like she had the best ass, great quads, super lean, but you watch her diet stuff and she's eating like oat milk and protein powder smoothies for breakfast like hardly eats any fruit like low carb and you yeah. think well you you see her and you think oh and she trains all the time she looks incredible so you'd see that and you'd think well I need to do that to look like that yeah <laughs> so well, it's understandable yeah. why we're confused yeah and it's like it's redefining what health is you know it's like, and sure, not taking it away. It requires so much discipline and hard work and motivation to to do bodybuilding and to achieve a physique like that. And that mm. that in itself is amazing, I think. And if you want to do that and specialize in that for a while, but just know in the end that there are consequences and it will show up eventually from a metabolic perspective that, mm. you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I often talk about it a lot as like, you know, we, we have this thing around like salad, you know, salads help, yeah. 
Yeah, let's eat salad all the time. And I but think why? you're going to eat salad maybe yeah. two or three times a day, a chicken salad. You know, yeah. you can't get enough energy in a chicken salad. Bang for your buck. There's nothing yeah. there. And it's really no. hard for us to digest where you mm. think like this slow cooked meat and a root vegetable mm. mash, like that's mm. more bang for your buck. And there's so much more energy in there. And it's easier for our body to get that energy out to use it. And I think mm. that in itself is a really big shift for a lot of women to come from this mm. place of just eating salad to eating something that's, you know, like got a lot of energy uh, and is really going to support us from like that cellular energy kind of place. Because for me, you know, it's, it's hard enough, I think, for a lot of women to, to get enough food into them. And then if they're restricting or just eating salads, then they're going to binge on all this food that's not supportive to them just mm. because the body needs the calories. But if yeah. you can shift away from, okay, it's not about the salad. Let's eat like food that has a lot of energy in it. And then we're going to reduce the binging because the body mm. has the fuel that it needs. And that's where it really starts. Often I'll hear women say they just like, you know, they might have a training plan or, but, but they don't train. They're not actually training. And the biggest reason is that they don't have any energy. Yeah, they're tired. They're so tired because they're eating fuck all. <laughs> we get it. I, I used to be there. I used to do, and I could only really just go through the motions in the training and do the cardio because it was easy. You know, I just didn't have the energy. I'd just smash myself. But then, you know, lifting some like weights and th- you have to think about it too. Like you have to, it, there's a lot of skill to it. And if you don't have the energy, you don't want to do it. I just want to go back to your thing about the bodybuilding. And because I get a lot of, a lot of women message me too. And like that. And I look, I'm not, I don't want people to think I've got anything against competing. I'm like, I've got a fractured, really good friend. And she's a good, like natural bodybuilder and she does it really well. Like she has good off seasons. She fucking loves it. She eats lots of food. She's committed to her training. And I think if you're doing it for the right reasons, you love the sport and you, you know, obviously there's still consequences, but if you have the proper off seasons and, you know, she eats lots of food, it's not going to be as damaging. But I just like think you can look again, because I know a lot of women will listen to this, Kitty, I want to look better. I'm like, but you can look good all year round without doing that. Like, you know, I've sometimes had women message you and I do compete. I'm like, nah, I'm like, I don't compete. I just lift. I just lift and eat lots of food. Like, wouldn't you rather just look good all the time I think good you know sit at a high level body fat have a good amount of muscle and be eat lots of food all the time without having to go through these like fuck I'm dieting I'm dieting dieting and then you know I'm on the off season I'm binge eating whereas you can just be strong and eat food you like all the time consistently yeah and and like look good all year round I think look healthy and happy and strong and you just don't have to go to those extremes I don't think yeah and 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 you don't like you obviously you're an athlete like you your sport required you to train like you say like doing gymnastics you have to train for like I've never fucking trained six days a week ever like I've just built my physique three to four days a week lifting heavy lifting heavy weights because you can't like you say you can train six days but you can't be heavy deadlifting and squatting six days a week you just you can't recover and I've always found because I Craig's really taught me and I've done high volume and more sets and more reps. And it just, I go backwards. Like I've just built and see the best progress training close to muscular failure, like pretty close, like maybe pulling up one. And sometimes I'll have rest pauses and push harder, but then I have a good amount of rest. Like I'll have enough recovery and you don't have to train six that you don't like to me. And again, this is just me and everyone might, some people might listen to this and go, this is not my goal, but my goal is to be able to do the least amount of work, get the best results, be able to eat the most amount of food I can and be happy and healthy and happy in my body and how I look. And I feel like this, this system that we have, that's what we've done because our clients, everyone's different. They're mostly mums with kids. They don't have time. Like you say, like you, you and I don't have kids it's easier for us to, even though I don't train more to do it, but a lot of women have kids, they have jobs. They can't train five, six days a week, plus do heaps of cardio, plus do complex recovery work. It's like they need to be able to get the best result possible doing the most minimal amount. And when I say minimal, you still have to, like we talked about, be committed to learning how to lift. Like that takes time and and commitment. But, you know, like you say, you don't have to be in the gym six days a week, but you can 
but your program has to be like you say you couldn't be squatting benching heavy diff, deadlifting every day because you would just like fry yourself <laughs> yeah yeah but you can have a training practice yeah and what and yeah. that and that means whatever that means you know that could be mobility work flexibility work walking you know it yeah. could be going dancing doing dancing yeah. lessons it could yeah, be yeah. and this is where we need to again reframe what training is you know and yeah. get out of this you know, I'm going to smash myself for six days a week doing high intensity training and then just do nothing on the seventh day. And yeah, 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 yeah. To actually know, well, how do we train in a way that is smart, that Mm. can get us stronger and healthier? And this is kind Mm. of like the second piece of this formula. So the first piece is the food piece. You know, we need to be fueled well to train well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to have that fuel in the system to have the energy to do the training. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the second piece is, well, okay, well, how do we train? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I'm with you on the minimum of like, let's start with three days a week of building that foundation, coming back Mm -hmm. to basics. Yeah. Range of motion, stability and basic strength work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, And a strength program is what, most women need is strength training, whether that's through body weight strength training, whether that's Mm. through gymnastic strength training, whether that's through traditional like Mm. powerlifting strength training. And Mm. we can get a lot out of three days a week and walking. Yeah, especially especially newbies. Like Craig and I talk about it all the time, like, oh, fuck, the new women that come in, those newbie gains. You know, like, and then obviously as you get more um, experienced and seasoned, uh, you know, like our our older clients would be training four days a week and have more specific, you know, programs and you know, Craig does all that. But I think you're right. It's looking at the person and the individual. But, you know, I think also you have to ask yourself, like, what is my goal and why is it important to me? So like women message, can, Kitty, I'm doing F45 and I want to do your program. Can I still do F45? And I said, well, it depends on your goal. I said, what is your goal? You know? And if they say to me, Kitty, my goal is I want to look like you, or I want to really build some muscle. I said, well, F45 isn't going to do it. So you just need to decide. Like, I'm not telling you what's right or wrong. Cause I, I really, I don't ever want to tell you what to do. You just tell me what your goal is. I didn't build my physique doing F45. Yeah, <laughs> I built it by lifting progressively heavier weights. But if you love F45 and I say, if you're happy and you feel good and, you know, like just keep doing it. Like there's no, there's no, or like women who message me going, I really love running. I'm running yes. like 20 Ks a week. Can I do your program? I said, you can do anything you want. I said, we're not your parents. Think of us like accountants. So you're going to come in. We're going to look at you. We're going to look at your physique. We're going to look at your metabolism or your metabolic markers. And you're going to tell us what we get the top three goals in order of importance. And sometimes we have to go, well, number one, you want to lose weight, but you're hormonal. And like we, sometimes we have to say to them, look, this isn't really realistic. And all we can do is, because you know us, we're big on testing and measuring, is we track and then we measure the data. And so if you can come into this program and achieve your body composition goals and have really good health markers because that's what's important to you too. While running three days a week and strength training three days a week, I'm like, do it. Yeah. But I've never seen anyone do it, really, really unless they're yeah. like good. Ex- I've seen good experience lifters throwing some running, but they're really committed to their training. They fuel their body really well. But again, most women that come to you and I, they're not experienced athletes, you know, like, and yeah. it's, it's the running, you have to really ask yourself, why am I doing the running? Like, cause I used to run too. And I, I did it cause I loved the feeling. So I was fucked all the time and running off stress hormones. And I just thought I need really deep down. I thought I needed to do cardio to lose body fat. But again, I always say to women, if you love running and running is your fucking jam and you feel good and you're happy with how you look and how you feel and what you're doing, keep doing it. Yeah. Like no one's yeah. telling you to, 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 that you have to go and do this, but I think it's that misalignment of, what they actually want to achieve and what they're currently doing. Yeah, totally, Kitty. I agree. And that's one of the biggest things I've learned as a coach is that it's not my job to to change change what you love doing. You know, if you love running, it's my job to educate you on what 
running 20, 25, 30K a week may do to the system. And it's my job to educate you on how you can support yourself and fill in the gaps around it by doing some strength training to support the running. Yeah, exactly. it's not my job as a coach just to take joy away from someone. But if you think that that's the only way to change your body composition, or if you think going to F45 is going to get you where you want to go, like stronger and to change your body composition, you know, it's my job to educate you that there is a different way that you can actually do that. You know, that is less stressful, that's smarter, you know, you can have more energy, you can get stronger and you can't, you can get that change of body composition. And I think, I think- that's a, yeah, that's a, sorry, go on, go on. No. That's a really good point that you made about the, like, I'm going to teach you how to strength train to support your running. What is your number one goal? Like, is your goal to be the best runner? Is your goal, my goal is really ideally I want to just, and look, I'm, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you. So if you're like, I really want to change my body composition. I want to have more muscle. I want to have less body fat and eat more food. Well, strength training, strength training, not the running, not the running. Or like, I want to be good at gymnastics. Okay. There's specific training that you do for gymnastics. I want to be good at tennis, tennis. They might do strength training, but it's supports. Like I've got a friend who's a um, ultra marathon runner, like, and does um, Ironman. She does strength training. She's a bit fucked. And she even says it. She's like, look, I understand that this is not great for my body, but I'm, I'm an athlete. I want to be the best. I want to be number one in the world. And she's not, she, she knows that it's not the best for her body. But she does strength training, but it complements her other training. You know, I think it's when women go, I really want to do strength training and running, and I really want a really physique like yours, Kitty. Um, And again, I'm not saying you can't do it, but you just have to ask yourself, really, what's the ultimate goal? You know, I don't, I don't run because I can't run. Like if I've just yesterday trained and done heavy deadlifts, I just need that recovery. I can't like that's taxing and stressful you know, and I'd have to just eat so much more food. And, you know, it's just, I want to build muscle and maintain the muscle I have. So, you know, it's, again, I think it's being really clear on what you want and why you want it. And then, and I can never say this word, Craig was asked, specificity, specificity, (laughs) you know, you have to be, be specific. It's like, and I think that's where so many women go wrong is they're just not being specific enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. But so many women really, if you if you dig deep, they they want to feel healthy, they want to have energy, and they want to feel strong. And for sure, there is pretty much always a body composition goal there. But if mm. you take these, okay, so I really want to have energy and I want to be strong, and then I do want to see a change in my body composition. Well, you need to strength train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to. There's no way around it. Like there's, there's no, no way to there's feel no muscle. There's no other like- way. <laughs> <laughs> you have to strength train. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever yeah. you want to do around it, that you find joy in the movement, yeah. do that. But you have to strength train. If you want a yeah. strong, capable body, you have to do strength training. And, yeah. and then like, look, yeah, yeah. Strength training. <laughs> like that's, that's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's, you know, you have to eat enough to support the system, to support the metabolism and eat enough to support the training. And then it's just finding a good coach, a good program, and it's consistently Mm. training at least three Mm. days a week of strength training. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. It's yeah. Like there's no, you and I were talking about this client. We were discussing that Craig, because Craig and I also talk about clients and um, she's coming to the program and she's an ex fitness competitor, but she's not very strong. Like he, he sort of mapped out a bit of a plan for her. And she's like, this is the goal. I want to get to 20. I'm like 33% body fat. My goal is to get to 25%. Um, and he, this is not exactly, he wrote this big long thing, but basically he was like, well, you know, we got, you got two choices here. You can diet, we can cut your calories, but you don't have much muscle. So, which means you'll be eating less and less and less and your metabolism will slow down and it'll be hardest to sustain. Or what we can do is maintain your current calorie intake was like, she was eating 2,200 calories, be really consistent. And let's get your numbers from you deadlifting 50 to deadlifting hundred for reps. And he's like, trust me, your body will look different if you can do that. Cause I think also women really underestimate, I believe, cause I was the same is how much stronger they need to get to see the physique changes they want. And like understanding how to train with intensity. 
because I didn't know it either before. Like I remember when Craig loaded up my first leg press, like numbers when my program was in recom and I was just looked at and thinking, oh, there's no way I could ever do that. But now, because I, I, I know how to train to dig deep, train with intensity, you know, I, my technique is so much better. I can hit those numbers and I'm much, much stronger. But women are like, oh, but I'm deadlifting 50 kilos. I'm like, mate, you got to be deadlifting double your body weight. And they, but they don't believe that they can, but they can. Yes. You and I both know that. Yeah. It's like, you just don't know what you're capable of. Like you think that you can't do it, but I see it every day with women in our program. I'm sure you see it too. I see you post your training videos of women. I'm like, oh, yay. You know, like they're doing things that they never thought that they were capable of. And you can, you can do it. You just need the right coaching the, and persistence. Yeah. Because it's the right process and the method. You yeah. Just, you need yeah. a good program. You need the structure. You need the coach. You yeah. Know, because you need that accountability. Uh, you need to learn how to move properly. And yeah. then, you you know, it's up to you to keep showing up and, and doing the work consistently. And it takes a long time to build a, a foundation. You know, it took me years to mm. build my foundation. But once I have it, like we just spoke about before, I'll never lose it. I'll never not be able to do a pull-up again. You know, I don't yeah. like it just... It doesn't it's go there. and so we have to be okay as women to to take this longer way, you know, to mm. to spend time building this foundation and figuring out, you know, how to eat, what's working for us to create that consistency, and then mm. how to train, you know, and yeah, it's you're you're right, Kitty, and Craig's right as well. It's that, you know, we we just need that structure. We need that support. We need a coach. We need a program. Uh, and that's what I find the most helpful. I think if we're lost with this stuff and, you know, it's, it can be really challenging trying to connect this training, nutrition, body composition stuff together. So finding someone that can help you do that mm. is, um, yeah, is really, is really powerful. Yeah, and even like I have trained for a long time, it's still Craig writes my programs. I still love to go in open up the thing around what I'm going to do today, what to do last week. I've just got to beat this by a little bit more, you know, like it's good having that structure and, you know, but again, it's like, and Craig will get right into the nitty gritty because he loves it probably like you, but you know, like different clients will be able to handle more volume or handle more or handle less. Or like, it's about what's, I guess the maximum amount that you can handle and still recover from and make progress. Um, and I think like the harder you push, like closer to failure, like the l- less work you can do, I think. Like I've found that like two sets for me is good if I push hard and push close to failure. But I really like that because I don't want to like spend, I don't want to do five sets of eight. And I've always made much better progress. You know, I've we've tested everything. Um, but yeah, it's under, because women, they just don't know. They don't know. Like I didn't know either. I didn't understand how to train. At, at, with, with, with that that high intensity, I didn't get it. Like I didn't yeah. know how to squat properly. My hip stability was shit. You know, it's but all of these things that you and I, well, you and Craig teach, I should say. Once you've learnt that, you got it. You got it for life. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard at the start. We get it. We get it. It's hard. Like it's challenging, but you've just got to keep going. You've just got to go to yourself. It's I just can't do it yet. Yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah, you'll get it. Yeah. You'll get it. You just got to keep persisting. It's practice. It's a skill. It takes, you got to fail. You got to fail. You got to fail. And all of yep. a sudden you're like, yes, I nailed it. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's repetition, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And I remember when I had my back injury like nine years ago and I was so weak and so broken, I couldn't even pick like a 20 kilo bar off the floor. And I did my session with my coach once a week. We would have a one-on-one and then he'd give me a program. And I still have the three basic exercises he gave me the first time that was so hard. And I remember I used to turn up to that session and I would be in tears because I just felt so weak and so broken and it was so hard. But I just had to show up every day and keep doing the work, doing the small little unsexy, unfun things just to get to this place again where you know, I had a healthy, strong spine. And then from then I kept building and building and building. And so it's not easy, you know, and if we've had an injury and we don't trust our body, it's, it's hard at the start, um, to build that foundation. But, uh, yeah. 
And then I guess where we, where we go from there is like, I'll, I'll often get asked, well, how do I know if my training's working for me, you know, and my, and my food is working for me. And it's looking at some key signs, isn't it? There's like some key signs that we can look for that will tell us if what we're doing is working for us or not. Mm, Absolutely. Like the things that we measure in our program is, I'm soon we're moving to our app, thank God, which has been two years in the bloody making and so many blow-ups with Craig and I. But <laughs> currently we use Google spreadsheets, but we track in terms of metabolism, resting temperature and pulse, sleep, digestion, mood, energy, sex drive, menstrual cycle, or menopausal symptoms. So we look at all those things and go like, obviously things aren't always going to be perfect. I think once you get to a healthy place, you still have like some nights I won't sleep, some stressed or, you know, like things will, you're probably the same. It's not always perfect. Yeah. But there you know is no to- perfect. Let's no. just say that there's yeah. no right way forever and there's no yeah. perfect. But you'll get into a range. I think like we always yes. say to women, here's a range for the temperatures. You want to be mostly sleeping through the night. You want to, you know, like occasionally you'll have a shit sleep. That's normal. That's life. Kids will happen. But because you're eating enough to fill your body, you'll probably be able to cope better. But, you know, get into, there's a range, I think, because you don't want to be like sleeping three hours a night, temps terrible, and then training hard. But anyway, so we track those things. And, you know, is, is my nutrition training lifestyle getting me to where I want to be in terms of those ranges. And then with the training, it's like, well, if your goal is body composition change, then we track, we just do measurements, weight, we do photos. Because I think sometimes like often we'll get women to take, they may not see huge changes, but then they'll look at the photos side by side and they're like, whoa, you're right. Like I've lost heaps of body fat. I look so much different. And then strength. That's it. Like, am I getting stronger? So we use an app called Recompose and we, we, we track, we never really test um, 1RMs in our program. We just look at calculated one rep max and we try and get women to improve their calculated one rep max um, where either they're doing a little bit more weight or more reps and they'll work within different rep ranges. But, and that's it. We're like, okay, where, let's say you started six months ago and you were squatting or, or I don't know, deadlifting 100 kilos as a calculated one rep max, where are you now? Oh, I'm at 125. Okay, great. It's working. It's improving. It's all we want is increasing. And I think some women say to me, oh yeah, but Kitty, what if I can't squat? What if I can't deadlift? I'm like, well, just as long as you can do variations, like, or they're not, some women just, we find, I think squatting, and you might agree on this is the most, is one of the more technical lifts and it's hard. I think unless you're working with someone one-on-one, a lot of women in our program pick it up and they have the resilience and tenacity to just really, keep going and learn all the hip stability and the bracing and everything. But some women are just like, I don't want to learn it, but they have access to a gym. So Craig will program hack squats or, you know, a variation of a machine-based squat. And as long as they've put added weight over a time period, he's like, you're getting stronger and you're building muscle. Obviously there's technique, like you will see strength increases, not strength, but like, well, strength from improvements in your technique would you agree like you become more efficient but once you become more efficient and then you increase it it's like that's all you need to know you know because I get we get women coming to the program like I've been training for six 12 months and I'm like well show me your numbers and there's no real increase in any of the numbers I'm like well this isn't working there's there's some reason why the technique's not good or your programming's not right or I don't know like yeah so I think you definitely have to have standards you know there's standards that we reach in a movement whether that's from a technical perspective or a weight you know a weight target you know, if we're not, and this is why, like, I am a fan of tracking our training and our, mm. and our food. Now it doesn't have to be numbers, you know, depending on mm-hmm. where we're at in our journey, but it definitely has to be, you know, we have to be meeting standards and targets mm. in our training before we can see that we're stronger or before we can progress, you know, and we have to, yeah. So I, I agree mm. with you that it's, um, you know, we need to know where we're at and then we need that plan, that progress. And we need to be, yeah, working towards that to, to see a result. Otherwise, yeah, I know women as well that have been training for decades and still can't do a pull-up because yeah. they haven't been taught the right process and method. And 
they haven't been taught how to like activate their scapula or they've had a shoulder injury for 10 years that no one's like spent the time to help them fix. And, and so, yeah, it's like, that's why, again, it takes a long time because we're building this Mm -hmm. foundation, you know, you're teaching them, Mm -hmm. Craig's teaching them how to lift, you know, Mm -hmm. they have to learn that. And it takes, it takes a while to, to learn that. But once you learn how to lift, yeah. (laughs) It's not that hard. Like I still think about it. Like yesterday when I was, you know, doing these stiff leg tempo deadlifts. I, I still think about like the breathing, you know, turning on my lats, holding them. To, I think about that stuff, but it's not hard. Yeah, It's not like, a, you know, and Craig, I'll send it to Craig. He's like, oh, it's bloody it's good kitty. It's perfect. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. You know, it's like taught, you taught me well, but, you know, I still send the videos to him, but it's not hard anymore. It's not like, whereas before when I was learning, I really had to think about the movement. Um, and I think too, I just want to go back to the tracking things. A lot of women, resistant to the tracking and again I think it depends on your back like context is important always you know there's this not this one blanket size fits all but one thing that really helped me when I like started working with Emma and I met Craig is I just stopped looking at the tracking as restriction and to me I looked at it as optimization and really interesting I was like oh and now I just love the data I love to like test things and do things and look at the result and you know I I I think to it just keeps you honest. And I think women, if you really, at the, if you can't ask yourself why, like, why don't you want to track? And, you know, like, what if, what if an account, what if your business was failing and you're losing all this money and this account comes into your business and says, okay, cool, I'm going to help you get out of this shit. Where's all your numbers? You yeah. go, I don't track anything. Well, you don't know what to improve. You don't know. If you're not getting the result that you want, you don't have data, you don't know what to improve. It's that simple. It is that simple. Like, and you just... Like Craig will even look at like this this lady, and I just like to always speak from with examples because her goal is I want to get to twenty five percent body fat, I want to you know look like this and just maintain all my because she's her subjective and objective measures are pretty good. Attempts are in the optimal. He's like, great, you're a great client to work with. You don't have to spend months, you know, you don't have any severe issues. So it's like, well, you just need to eat this food, and obviously that will change. But he's like, you just need to get your numbers from here to here, and she's like, awesome. I've got this goal. I've got a plan, you know, and she's like, how long will it take me? He's like, I don't know. It depends. It might, some women could get there in 12 months. Some might take 18 months. It depends on how much you apply yourself with the lifting, how consistent you are with your food. And look, some people are just more athletic. Yeah. Like you got to just get out of your head, I think, because there's women that are much stronger than you and I. Hey, Amy. Yeah. Like there's women out there that are way more athletic that can do different things, but I never look at them. I just look at myself and go, where am I now? All I want to do is just be a little bit better in my lifting every week and try and like you, you've got your goals. You don't compare yourself to anyone else. So you've just got to go in because I think women get themselves into trouble and they'll go, but that lady, she got there, but you know, like you just, your life isn't the same and perhaps your commitment level isn't the same either. You have to ask yourself, am I willing to do what it takes to get to my goal? And if you're not, it's okay, but you also have to accept that you're going to get there slower. And that's also okay. It's just, you know, like everything's okay as long as you're okay with it. Really? Yeah, I love that. Um, And we have to finish our conversation here because I have my class now. Oh God, sorry. Just crapping on. I just no, you're not. I sorry. Love it. No, I love it. But I have to go and teach my women. <laughs> oh yay! What are you doing today? Uh, yeah. We are going to do a lot of hip work and yeah. a uh, we're going to work on their squat. Oh, nice! I love squatting. Good yeah, one. We are it's my favorite. Uh, so, all right. So just to recap, we mm. talked about like this training formula, you know, that we need to feel healthier and stronger, and then it can help us get the, the goal. If we have a goal around our body composition, it starts with the food, you know, am I eating mm. enough? Am I eating often enough? Am I eating these metabolic foods that give me energy? And am I paying attention by like, you know, how does it make me feel? Am I? Yeah. So a bit of the tracking stuff, uh, because we need a strong metabolism because if we don't have a strong metabolism, we don't have any energy. And so therefore we can't train. And then the second piece to the training formula is the training. And if we want to get stronger and we want to build lean muscle mass, we need to strength train. 
So we need to have a strength training practice. Uh, We need a program. We need a plan. We need a good coach and we need to keep showing up consistently to train. And that's the third piece is the consistency piece that we speak about all the time, Kitty, is that I just, I just do it consistently. I just show up every day and I train and I'm consistent with my food. We both love like discipline and routine. And uh, yeah, I think that's the last piece of the formula is you just have to be consistent. You know, there's no more secrets or there's no more right ways or like quick ways or answers. It's here it is eat metabolic foods, heal the system, train consistently, strength train, just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, for like I think and I look at the best physical transformations and these were women who were heavy drinkers, took antidepressants, like and they've had incredible body composition changes, 18 months. Yeah. Like it's going to take you I think 12 to 18 months at a minimum. Like yeah. but that's not long. You, if, if you're no. going to live for like 100, yeah. it's really short. <laughs> it is really short. Okay, Kitty. Well, I really appreciate your time and you sharing uh, this formula that you help women, uh, I guess, cultivate to get results. Yeah, I really, I appreciate you. I appreciate the work that you do. Uh, We appreciate you too. We love you, Amy. We think you're awesome. And she preaches (laughs) the same message as us too, which is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go teach my warrior women to get stronger. (laughs) Yay. You can listen to these episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another warrior woman. Bye for now. Hey, warrior woman, I've created something very cool. Warrior school. Do you feel like you can't get the results that you want in your training? You don't know how to eat to support your training and cycle. And do those irregular or painful cycles actually stop you from training? I've worked with hundreds of women and have had thousands of conversations and most have struggled with at least one of these things, some or three, for years, sometimes even decades. Warrior School was birthed from what I have learned and experienced myself over the last 13 years about training, food, and the menstrual cycle. It's an individual coaching program and online community for women who want to get strong and learn how to train with their cycle. So if you're feeling lost and disconnected from your body, if you're feeling tired and confused, and you feel like you don't have a good understanding in how to train for you, I'm here to tell you that there's something you can do about it. Warrior School teaches you how to train smart to get results. You will learn to understand what works for you and it will feel really bloody good to train. I will also teach you how to eat to support your metabolism, training and cycle. Join this community of women who lift weights, track their cycles, and train with them.